Hi, and welcome to Brand New Information, a pop culture and political podcast. We're your hosts, Suzanne and Jay. Uh, Nope, it's Jay and Suzanne. It makes more sense in terms of birth order and alphabetically. Um, fine. I was going by order of importance, but okay. We're a brother and sister duo. Hold on, hold on. Not duo. That sounds creepy. We're a limited partnership. And each week, I teach my sister about politics. And I'll teach my brother about pop culture. And I think we'll all learn something along the way. Hey. Hey, how's it going? Good. What's going on? Not much. I'm excited to hear about pop culture today. I'm excited to teach you about pop culture today. That's funny how you say pop culture. What do you mean pop culture? Soda culture. Yeah. I'm excited to teach you about soda culture today. (laughs) Coca-Cola culture. (laughs) Isn't that what you said in Atlanta? Yeah, Coca-Cola. Yeah. You call all all drinks Coca-Cola? Or no, Coke. You call all drinks Coke. Coke. Yeah, Coke. And then in in Wisconsin, we call them pop. Soda pop. I like a good soda pop. (laughs) I like a sarsaparilla myself. A fresca. (laughs) Oh, our grandma loved fresca. Okay, so I'm going to talk about something that I've been obsessed with. And weight loss. I've, (laughs) no, (laughs) not now. (laughs) Maybe soon. (laughs) I've ignored my family. I've ignored all household tasks. I have been reporting to court every single day. And by reporting, I mean my AirPods and I've ignored my children. And it's the Johnny Depp trial. What do you know about it? I know that Johnny Depp was in Pirates of the Caribbean. Pirates he was, of the Caribbean. One through five. No Caribbean. Pirates of Caribbean. Yeah. Is that it? That's all Any, you know. Um Yeah. I know something about a bed and a defecation. Oh yeah. So you know she dropped a grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> you know Amber Heard dropped a grumpy, allegedly. I don't know if it's alleged. I think it's I think it's fact. What does that mean? Drop a grumpy. Well, she bleeped on the bed. Okay, but that's that's. I'll get to bleeped. that. So, well, we can't we can't cuss. Yeah, but you're not supposed to bleep it yourself. <laughs> oh, oh, that's right. So she <laughs> on the bed. <laughs> okay. Okay, so we're talking about the Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard trial, and I think we're in week four now. So you might think that this is old news, but it's not. It is fascinating, and for Gen Xers like ourselves, you're older. I'm, I think, the youngest Gen much. Xer. I mean, by enough. By enough that it's, you know, obvious. Okay, so this trial is going to last, like, maybe two or three more weeks. So Johnny Depp is suing Amber Heard for $50 million for defamation. And what's really funny defecation? is- Defecation? Yeah, he could sue her for defecation. <laughs> <laughs> So he's suing her for $50 million. She's countersuing for $100 million, which I think is funny because that's kind of just like a sibling thing to do. It's like, that's I what hate I would you. do. Yeah. If it's you like, sued I hate me you. for whatever, I'd sue you for double. Yeah. It's like, I hate you. And she's like, I hate you more. It's like, well, okay. But he's suing her for her Washington Post op ed article that was published December 18th, 2018. Do you know anything about that article? No. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) So pretty much she – 
his name was not mentioned in it, but it was very clear that she was talking about being married and being a survivor of sexual abuse or sexual violence and domestic abuse. Okay. And so she has been kind of the, she has made herself like the poster child of domestic abuse survival and so like a me sexual too thing? violence. Yeah, kind of like a time's up, a me too. And so really when this, when this article came out, when this op-ed came out, Johnny Depp was then canceled. And it was shocking. And I have, you know, I've loved Johnny Depp my entire life. You had a picture of him in your locker. I did have a picture of him in my locker. Do you remember that grandma also loved Johnny Depp? Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, and she also loved Bruno Mars. She did. And Steven Seagal. <laughs> but, <laughs> she but, had a I mean, type. I think she her type was a, type. a ponytail. Yeah, and kind of a bad boy. And that's the thing. Like, I love the bad boys. And Johnny Depp is like the ultimate bad boy. Okay, so Johnny Depp's case just rested. And okay, first, I'm not a lawyer. I'm a lawyer. <laughs> I'm no Star Jones, okay? <laughs> I'm not a lawyer. I'm not going to use a lot of these terms correctly. And like, I, I've just learned about hearsay and um, foundation and speculation and all of these things. So now I fancy myself a lawyer but I'm not. And all of these things are alleged, I think, right? Even though they probably happened. I think they're <laughs> alleged until it's proven in court. But I feel like they, okay. Well, right. And so her team now is presenting her case. And she's actually expected to be on the stand probably later today. We're recording this on Wednesday. May, May the 4th. May the 4th <laughs> be with you. Yes. Star Wars Day. And with you. Okay, so we have heard some salacious things. And this, for me, as a fan of Johnny Depp, has been so interesting. It has been like being a fly on the wall of a very volatile, horrible relationship. Like, that's the thing. Their relationship was so messed up. I mean, so messed up. And they have audio recordings. He has photos. He has eyewitness accounts. All of these things. He has bodyguards with him at all times. So, like, there, he has people who have, like, corroborated all of the things that he's said. And so what came out overall and when he was on the stand and with all of his character witnesses and everything, first of all, she sounds like a monster. She sounds horrible. She sounds like uh, actually he was the one that was being – physically abused. There is no evidence so far that he physically abused her. Granted, they both like emotionally abused each other. Like this was a <laughs> some of the texts and some of like the the audio that came, like probably the worst things that you could say to someone they both said to each other. I think my whole issue with it and yes, I'm a Johnny Depp fan, but like no one is shocked that Johnny Depp be because Rottenborn, who you keep calling Rotten Bottom. <laughs> Wait, he's the lawyer, right? He's the lawyer. He's An so Amber Heard's lawyer. Yes, he's Amber Heard's lawyer. And he's not the one who um, – wh Wait, what do you call he, – he objected to his own question. That He's not the one, but that did happen. The Wait, lawyer. so – yeah, I saw something <laughs> about that. The lawyer was questioning – someone yeah and then he questioned somebody and then he was like objection and everybody was like <laughs> wait a second that's that was your question yeah they were like wait it's gotta be your bowl 
And then he was like, <laughs> oh. He was like, wait, wait. And so well, everyone- no, you, you explained that it was a, he was doing it for a reason. It, he didn't, didn't just have like this total brain fart and forget what he, who he was questioning. You said he did that so that sh- the person wouldn't answer? Yeah, I think that he he definitely their their strategy has been to really because they've just been cross examining Johnny Depp's witnesses, right? And so like their strategy has been to just like cut them off, not let them talk. It's a yes or no question, and they're they're pretty rude about it. Like you can be effective without being rude, and they're just they've been kind of assholes to Johnny Depp's team's witnesses. Wait, and so is there he a was jury? Trying, yeah, it's a jury trial, yeah. and so. Yeah, that's interesting of how the jury's going to see them because they do they're not they're just they don't seem they don't seem nice. And lawyers aren't lawyers if nothing aren't lawyers nice. <laughs> no. You know, sometimes I just like to hang out with a lawyer when I feel sad. <laughs> yeah, like Star I just Jones. Just call a lawyer. Yeah. Be like, "Hey, or like, I'm having a hard day." <laughs> Like Sweet James. You don't know who that is either, do you? I don't know. Who's Sweet James? (laughs) That's another pop culture reference. That's Noella from Real Housewives of Orange County, her ex-husband. Sweet James. He's a lawyer. He's a lawyer. And he has billboards. Like, that's what he calls himself. Sweet James. He sounds nice. He does sound nice. So, okay. Back to it. So, it's interesting because we we hear all of these details about their relationship and Amber's team really is trying to just totally discredit Johnny and prove that he is a guy who's an alcoholic, addicted to drugs. And it's like, I mean, duh. Anyone who has been a fan of Johnny Depp or who likes Johnny Depp, we're not – he was friends with Hunter S. Thompson. Like he shot Hunter S. Thompson's ashes out of a cannon. We're not shocked that – I mean, does at drugs. Hunter S. Thompson's wishes. Right. Yeah. That's what Hunter S. Thompson wanted. It's not like. No, but he had to he, pay like $5 million to do it or something. He oh, had to really? pay like, yeah. And so Johnny Depp is this bad boy. But all of his character witnesses have said and have testified that they never saw physical violence on Johnny's part. They only saw it on Amber's part. All of that has been corroborated. And so now. It's interesting because the tr- the relationship has been on trial when really that's not what is on trial. What's on trial is this defamation. And if Amber's Washington op-ed post was defamation and was a lie and they are actually – the court is in Virginia since she didn't name Johnny Depp in the article. I guess Virginia is like an implication state. Like you can imply – it's like implied defamation or something like that, that you can imply. And then um, because it's implied that the article is about him. And so they've proved that or they've been trying to prove that Johnny Depp was not hired for Pirates of the Caribbean 6 because of this, because he was dropped right after that. Pretty much he was canceled. I mean, he was canceled. And so this is in response to the canceling. And it's the bigger question is – how does this affect the Me Too movement? What does this do to it? Because I think, especially for Amber Heard being a face, she made herself the face, one of the faces of the Me Too movement and Time's Up and everything like that. And so what happens now with that? While it should still be that we, yes, we believe women and that we want women to come forward and we need to hear them, but it's kind of, um, it might be a little bit damaging to that. 
it feels like. Well, my question is, will either of them work again? So that's interesting because before this, Johnny Depp was and, – and they've had like experts come in and, and show how his sales have plummeted and his movie roles. He didn't get movie roles after that 2018 op-ed and that's what they're trying to prove is that it affected his career. This trial seems to be almost – it's less important whether he wins, whether the jury decides in his favor, and it's more about the court of public opinion. And so the public is by and large behind Johnny. I mean, his support, if if you You're on a first name basis with him now. Um, yeah, I mean I, I call him John. You know. I call him John I call Boy. him J Yeah, J D. Johnny. Oh, man, I wish. I wish. And she actually Amber Heard fired her um what do you call it? <laughs> Lawyer? No. PR firm? Yes. Amber Heard recently, like yesterday or the day before, hired a new PR team to – because she's getting slaughtered in in, in the public on Twitter, on Instagram. The I support is definitely – I mean, the fact that I've heard about it. Yeah. You know, I mean, like the information that I've heard, you know, regarding the, you know, defecation. Yeah. The fact that somebody like me has heard about that means that her PR team is not doing a very good job. Right. And so and that's really all that's getting out there, too, is like all the all the stuff that like that she hit him, that she did all of these things allegedly to him. And so even if I think even if he doesn't win this defamation case, this has helped his public persona and the, just the perception of him. And I think that she will be canceled <laughs> after this. Really? Yeah, I do. So the the canceler becomes the cancelee. Yeah. Wow. And and it's more if you look at their relationship overall, it was so messed up. It was a horrible relationship. But I think she made herself be such a victim and she really played up that victim role. Um, that when you see that she wasn't perhaps the victim and was also a part of the abuse, allegedly, um, I think that is just the public doesn't like that. They don't like to be fooled. You know? I don't like to be fooled. Yeah. Fool me once, once. shame on you. (laughs) Fool me twice, don't get fooled again. That's, yeah, that's kind of it. Um, And so now it's her turn, right? So her team, she started yesterday with Dr. Dawn Hughes, and that's a forensic psychologist. So it's a battle of the experts. It's Shannon Curry, Dr. Shannon Curry was his witness, and she said that she met with Amber Heard a few times. She's the one who said that Amber Heard was borderline and had histrionic personality disorder and did not have PTSD. And now Amber Heard's witness is Dr. Dawn Hughes, which was a very weird situation in court. She she got caught reading from her notes. It felt like she was reading a script. Like it felt very rehearsed and she knew details that you you wouldn't know unless you were there in the room. So it'll be really interesting to see how that plays out. Amber's probably going to take the stand today or tomorrow. So I'll be sure to follow that. And um, yeah, it's interesting. We'll see. I know I'll be looking for salacious details to come out. I know. I don't know if there'll be anything more than I. I can't. It's w- wait for Cross to hear about her dropping a grumpy. I can't wait to hear the lawyer object to his own questioning again. I yeah. 
that was priceless. I also hope there's another witness who does a deposition in his car while driving and vaping because that was amazing. <laughs> and we'll have to talk about that next week because okay. that that could be an entire show. That, so Maybe he'll be a guest. Do you think we get him on as a guest? If he's driving. Only yeah, if he's only, driving and yeah. vaping. Yeah. By yeah. Zoom. For sure. So yeah, stay tuned. I'll, I'll be following. I'll be in that courtroom while also in my home. Not paying attention all to duties. my Yes. Not paying attention to my children. So my we were yeah, going to talk have? about inflation. I was really excited about that. I've been really I have been really excited about that. I mean, I know. in terms of what is going on politically, inflation in my view is the most consequential. But the issue of abortion has come up and you convinced me to talk about that this time. I mean, I thought it would be just good. Keep it light. You know what I mean? Keep our first episode light and just like don't get heavy. And we could just talk about abortion. Yeah. And like a new topic that people haven't really heard much about. Right. Um, you yeah. know, and, brand, it's you know, brand new information. Brand new information. Yeah. yeah. And a- abortion is an issue that really hasn't been discussed much during our lifetimes. No. And we need to shine um, a light on it. We do. We need to we need to get people looking at this issue of abortion. We do. No, so, you did not want to do this topic and I totally understood because yeah, it's abortion. Yeah. So, uh what happened and you may have heard about this is that a draft opinion was leaked out of the Supreme Court. Okay, tell me what a draft opinion is. I don't even know what that is. So the justices circulate draft opinions among among themselves. My understanding is that they they make changes and then finally issue the ruling at the time when the rulings are issued, which is normally in this session, it'll be in June. Okay. So basically, a, a, a pre-draft ruling was leaked. And the leak itself is an issue because this is, I don't know if it's ever happened, but this is a huge breach of trust in the Supreme Court to leak a draft. Yeah, so that and by like, itself is is an issue. Who leaked it? Nobody knows who leaked it. There's speculation as to whether it's a, a liberal person or a conservative person, what the motivations were to leak it. But the reaction has been to completely reignite this culture war issue and everybody is up in arms about this issue which i mean all joking aside has been a centerpiece for the culture wars since we were kids right and so the if i scroll my instagram it looks like that abortion is now illegal is that true no that's not true this is basically a ruling that information that is a suggestion of how the supreme court will likely rule in june so the initial draft majority opinion was written by Samuel Alito, Justice Alito. Wait, didn't he die? <laughs> no. No, that's uh that's Scalia. Okay. <laughs> Good and he wrote in the draft opinion that Roe was egregiously wrong from the start. And furthermore, that we hold that Roe and Casey, Casey's a nineteen ninety two decision, um, Planned Parenthood versus Casey. We hold that Roe and Casey must be overruled. 
it is time to heed the Constitution and return the issue of abortion to the people's elected representatives. So what that means is that there would be no federal ruling on abortion anymore, and it would go back to the states. That's scary, right? Depending on where you are on the issue, yeah. I mean, it it basically has ignited, you know, the pro-life and the pro-choice, and everybody is, is up in arms about it. And if you're living in a state that tends to be a more progressive state, you're likely to... I mean, it's this is all speculation, so I don't want yeah. to go too too deep into predicting. But if you're living in a progressive state, abortion will likely be allowed. But if you're living in a conservative state, it will like likely be curtailed even more than it already is. Wow, that that's so scary. And and the thing is, like, if you have money, you can get an abortion no matter what, pretty much, right? That. I think that was true prior to Roe versus Wade as well. So basically, the political implications of this is that it energizes everyone. Yeah. The Democrats were really moving toward, uh, as Obama would call, a shellacking in the midterms, mm-hmm. which is pretty common. The uh, The ruling party tends to lose. Whoever has the presidency tends to lose in the midterm elections. Okay. um, Right after the the election. As like a correction? Yeah. It happened in 2010. It it happened again in 2018. And it's likely to happen again. So Democrats were already facing really big headwinds in terms of losing the House and the Senate. It was quite likely and the Democratic base has been kind of souring on Joe Biden. Yeah. He hasn't really pushed a lot of the progressive issues that the Democrats want. So this is something that fires, energizes the base, fires up the base. And there's nothing that motivates people politically like a threat. And this is the threat of removing a woman's right to choose. Totally. Totally. Like the the idea that my daughter will have less rights than I did or when was Roe? When was Roe versus Wade? I don't even know. It was in the it was uh, 73. Wow. So for that long, abortion has been legal. Is that what that decided? Yeah. Federally. Okay. Federally. And so now this will take it to the states, which means that if you live in a conservative state, abortion could potentially become illegal. Right? Right. The states have really worked around the edges to, conservative states specifically have worked around the edges to make abortion less and less, I don't know, available. And this is just sort of the final blow. Now, it's important to note that this is just speculation because an initial draft was leaked. So this is not a decision. This, nothing has happened, nothing has changed. Basically, all this has done is just thrown a match on a tinderbox, which was the smoldering culture war. And it's made it so that I can't talk about inflation. Yeah, it really has. You really can't. Well, and so it would kind of make sense that a Democrat would leak or a a liberal would leak the document then, right? Because then it it would get Democrats energized to vote in the midterms. Like yeah. why would a why do, would a conservative have leaked it? Maybe potentially, allegedly. I don't know. I, I think I read somewhere 
that there was a rationale for conservative leaking it, but I don't remember what it is. So it probably yeah. wasn't that, that salient. Yeah. I don't know for sure, but I don't know if this has ever happened where there's a leak from the Supreme Court. And Justice Roberts, who's the chief justice, is launching an investigation on the leak. So this oh, really? Is, yeah. It shows that there are big divisions in the Supreme Court because it's one of the most tight-lipped institutions there is. Yeah, it's supposed to like be super secretive and under lock and key, right? Like, isn't it supposed to be like we don't we just we never know what they're doing back there? (laughs) Right. And and that's that's how it's supposed to be, where we're not privy to their their internal negotiations and then they they submit a ruling and, and they have uh you know somebody who is arguing for the position and then somebody who is issuing the minority opinion, which is the the justice arguing against. So yeah, we, we would not normally see this. Wow. See, I'm glad we're covering it. I had no idea about the leak. I, I thought that literally they ruled abortion is illegal enough said. So that's not it. So the main thing is like we have to vote. <laughs> well, the thing that's interesting now is that does the leak change what the opinion would be in June. Oh. Does the negotiation within the Supreme Court, because it's a, it's a majority, um, I think it's 6-3, six, 6-3 three, six, three conservative versus liberal justices. Oh, wow. And it's unclear now how this leak would change the ruling in June. Wow. If at all. Yeah. Where's RBG when we need her? I mean, she well, died. Right. And, and um, oh, so a- Amy Coney Barrett took over, was installed into the Supreme Court in RBG's right. place. Right. And one of the arguments, uh, I wouldn't say argument, but one of the issues is that she could have stepped down when there was a Democratic president to bring in another Democratic yeah. or you know, another liberal justice, but she didn't. So Oof. she held on for long enough. Too long. That, well, you're saying too long. What? Not too long? Oh, like she did it on purpose? No, I'm not saying she did it on purpose. <laughs> she didn't die on purpose. No, she didn't die on purpose. But she she thought she could hold on until I there was see. another Democratic president. Okay. And she wasn't able to. It's kind of like the, I mean, it's Queen Elizabeth. It's Joe Biden. <laughs> it's Nancy Wait, what po- did Queen Elizabeth do? I mean, what, she's old. Why did you bring her into this? <laughs> Why are you bringing the monarchy into this? What did the monarchy ever do to you? She's old. Like when do when? Yeah, I mean Joe Biden's old. Donald Trump's old. Like well, when there are, are a lot of olds. Olds are yeah. kind of like like isn't it time? Isn't it time for the olds to just step aside? You know what step I mean? Aside. Just lay is down. mom listening to this podcast? <laughs> Mom's not that old. Mom, I love you. Jay said it. I didn't. She's not getting any younger. <laughs> She did think Al Franken was on Saturday and not Friday, and you guys missed it. And I flew to Wisconsin just to see mom and Al Franken, and and mom got, got the, the date, date wrong. wrong. Poor mom. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I'm glad we talked about this, and I think, oh, man, it's just Democrat Republican. I promise everyone knows someone who's gotten an abortion. <laughs> it it's just. I don't know. It's just this is that idea. true? Everybody knows somebody who's gotten an abortion. 
I mean, that's literal fact. Write it down. No objections. No, I think chances are someone you love, whoever's listening to this, someone you love has gotten an abortion. And so just this idea that Republicans are against abortion and don't have abortions, like you can't tell me that it's just not true. And so, yeah, it's just even if you don't believe in abortion, even if you wouldn't get an abortion, it's just such a – I think it's such a hard thing to say to someone else that nope. Because I don't believe in it, you can't get one, even not knowing the circumstances, anything. So, yeah, just vote if it comes to that. I mean, vote anyway. (laughs) I mean, there is an argument that one of the arguments that conservatives are making is that it should go to the states. It's it's an issue of that people are profoundly disagreeing on. And on these issues, that's what states are for. Therefore, legislating different perspectives. That's what federalism is all about. So that's the conservative argument for this, the moderate conservative argument for this. Okay. So the conservative argument isn't that abortion should be illegal. That's the evangelical argument for it. But those who are moderate and conservative tend to agree that it should go to the states. And because there is profound disagreement. Somebody, you know, the popular perspective in Texas is very different than the perspective in California. And why are they both operating under the same law? Now, I I'm guess not because saying that's, the, that's yeah. my perspective. I'm just saying that's, yeah. that's the argument against. Yeah, because the 13-year-old who was raped by her stepdad couldn't help that she was born in Texas, right? <laughs> right. And, and they're, I mean, they're... That's the thing that's so hard about this issue is that there Mm -hmm. are so many different iterations uh, of the argument that it it ends up just devolving into this shouting match. Totally. Yeah. That's why we decided to cover just a light, breezy topic on our first episode. Can we do inflation next episode? Yeah. Please. Okay. Can I do the Johnny Depp trial again? (laughs) I feel like I've heard everything I needed to hear about it. Well, we haven't heard her side. That's what I'm going to go do now. I'm going to ignore my children and listen to hopefully her take the stand today. Sounds good. Okay. Nice. I liked our first app. Yeah. Uh, you know. Um, I mean, you could have done a little bit better, but I think I did great. I mean, I yeah. I, I didn't research at all. And um, you've been researching constantly. So. You also had a lot of facts and I didn't. How did that work? <laughs> well, because I'm better. Right. Well, you're definitely older. <laughs> Not by much. By enough. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Love, Moo. <laughs> <laughs> Are we doing that? Yeah, that's what we say. Okay. Okay, I love Moo so, too. This is what we say. I, I don't remember why. I think it started in Whistler. We went to like a, a cow store. <laughs> and it said there was a sign that said "Thank Moo." Oh, oh yeah, and it was Moo for everything. No, it was an ice cream store. Yeah, that's what I meant by cow store. It was like everything <laughs> cow, like it was like real house moos or, <laughs> or something. And so that was like in 2010. Uh, no, no, desperate house moos. Oh yeah, desperate house. No, moves. desperate house cows. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, desperate. Oh, alternate podcast name, desperate house cows. That's kind of what I am. <laughs> You are a house cow. (laughs) 
Okay. Love, Moo. Love, Moo. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Brand New Information. Make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe for free and share the show online if you loved it. If you didn't, then just... If you didn't, we don't want to hear from you. Just move on. Just move on. You can also visit us on Instagram at Brand New Information Pod. Also Twitter. And did you set up our Twitter? Nope. Okay. Stay tuned for that. (laughs) Thank you.